is it okay to be talking about this in January? Like, is it okay after a year has gone, it's passed, it's kind of over and done with, we're starting a new year, we're moving on. Is it okay to talk about your year in review or when you don't feel like you crushed your goals? I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> so I'm just gonna share because it's what it's what's in my heart. It's what I wanna share starting off this new year. And I think it's gonna make sense as we move forward. But today's for the woman who just feels behind or like a failure, like the past year just didn't measure up or turned out how you'd hoped or expected. Maybe you left things behind that you didn't really want to, or maybe you lost things that you would have rather held on to. Maybe it just didn't go as planned. I want to talk about getting to the end of the year and not feeling like you crushed it. Like this is for the woman who feels like everyone else dominated 2022, but you and me too, You feel behind, you feel like you don't measure up, like you didn't do enough. And I just want to say like, I get that. I was feeling that. So you're not alone. We've already read about the people who crushed their 2022 goals because they shared all of that in a perfectly curated Instagram post a few days after Christmas, while others of us were still navigating the aftermath of all of that Christmas chaos. And part of me genuinely wonders like, when did you have the time to sit down and think straight and write all of this out? Like, just to be honest, I would have loved to have shared something similar. Like, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. A summary of the highs and lows of the year, a shareable caption or a quote to, you know, encourage you with hope for this new year. But that's just not where I'm at right now. Like, I've very much been, I'm laughing, but it's very serious. I'm, I've been in a season of survival. And I briefly shared about this in the past two episodes. So if you missed those, go find the last episode in September and then the most recent one from December and you'll be all called up pretty much. So let's talk about when you don't feel like you crushed it. I want to be a voice for those of us feeling this way at the end of the year or even at the beginning of this new year, because like I said, in some ways that is how I feel too. So I do want to preface and say I did meet a lot of my goals. Like I kept a lot of my routines. I did accomplish a lot in 2022. And P.S., you did too. Like you may not recognize it. It may not feel noteworthy. Maybe nobody else noticed. But you are doing a lot and you're doing your absolute best to pour into your kids and love them, keep them fed, teach them everything, by the way. Like I am I the only one who didn't realize when you have kids, you have to teach them everything. Like they don't know anything. They learn a lot from us and their surroundings and environment, but we have to teach them everything, everything. You are singing songs. You're cleaning up skint knees and kissing boo-boos. You're getting up in the middle of the night, you know, over and over and over. You're cooking meals, washing clothes, cleaning the house, grocery shopping, making doctor's appointments. You're driving kids to activities. You're doing all of the things. And some are also working jobs outside of your homes. It's all work. Like All of the things that you were doing day in and day out, this is work. And you and I may never stand on a stage and receive an award for any of those things that I just mentioned, but I hope that you realize how much your work matters, whether it's within your home, outside of your home, both. The work you are doing matters. It really, really matters. So we know that we're doing these things day in and day out, but like, We want to do the important things, right? Like the life-changing stuff, the things that people notice and recognize, the things that are appreciated. Like I know I'm not the only one who gets through a season of momming or the end of the year and is like, well, I've got three kids that are fed, clothed, pretty well taken care of. My house is clean-ish. Just don't open any of the closets. But that's about all that I can write on my list of accomplishments. Like that's all I got. And to be completely honest, 
it doesn't feel important sometimes. Like it doesn't feel like it matters. There are lots of times no one notices, plenty of times no one cares, and it's just really, really hard. There are also goals that I did not meet for myself, you know, personally, professionally, you could say. There are things that I feel like I failed at because I didn't meet this certain measuring stick of accomplishment in those areas. God had another path laid out for me this year, and I really wanted it to be like a reaping year of harvesting and, you know, collecting all of the important fruit. I've got important in air quotes because obviously I was still doing important work and important things. But like I said, it just, it doesn't feel like it sometimes if we're honest. Like if I'm honest, I, I can just, I can tell you that it doesn't feel important. But this was not my year to do that in a lot of ways. Like it was not a harvesting year for me in a lot of ways. And I would be lying if I sat here and pretended like I wasn't, you know, actually mad about it for the longest time. Like, I'm talking actually frustrated, aggravated, upset with God because he walked me through some things that I did not see coming. There were circumstances that were really hard, really isolating. You know the ones that I'm talking about, like the refining fire, the pruning. None of us would choose to walk through those things. It is unbelievably hard in the moment. I will say that eventually and hopefully we're able to see how equally beautiful it is once we're through it a little bit of the ways. So that's where I'm at now, looking back at my year in review. And at the beginning of December, when I thought about the year coming to a close, you know, and the year ending and all the things that I still hadn't accomplished or gotten done, there was like this pit in the bottom of my stomach and this voice in my head that screamed at me, you are a complete failure. You are so far behind. You'll never reach any of those goals. You're never going to do it because everyone is ahead of you. Everyone's more put together than you. Everyone else has more favor than you do. You're literally a failure. You didn't do enough. And on top of that, you're just a mom. Like, does the enemy ever attack you and like make you believe you're just a mom? In quotes, I'm here. You can't see me. I'm, in, I'm quoting. That is like the biggest lie. I don't know about for you, but for me, I struggled to get pregnant. Like I wanted to be a mom more than anything. And that's like one of the things that Satan attacks me. Like one of the areas he attacks me in the most is like that I'm just a mom. That's so, it's such a lie. It's such a lie. And so God had me in this terribly uncomfortable place. And when I realized it was time for me to start looking at, you know, the year in review, it brought me to tears. Like it was physically painful, which sounds dramatic, because I just felt so much grief over what my flesh was convincing me I was missing out on. To be a little less vague, I paused the show back mid-September, had no idea when or if I would even return here, just to be honest. And being in that place of complete surrender was so incredibly difficult. It was so painful. It was so scary. But at the same time, I did have peace because I knew that it was what God was calling me to. I knew it was what he was asking me to do, but that doesn't mean that I understood why. It doesn't mean it's what I wanted to do. It doesn't mean it felt good. It doesn't mean it was fun or that I believed there was any purpose in it. You know, I definitely wouldn't have chosen it, but it was what I had to do to walk in obedience. And so I did months of silence. No recording, no interviews, no planning, no nothing. And it sounds melodramatic, but it was like it crushed me. 
it crushed me to give this over to the Lord because it's so important to me. It's such a passion of mine. I love it. And I grieved letting my goals and my dreams go to be, quote unquote, just a mom. Like I've let this thing go and I'm not sure if I'm ever going to get it back. And this is like the perfect time to just be completely 100% transparent, open and honest and say that I realized that the show had become an idol in my life. Good things elevated above the Lordship of Christ in our lives. Those things are idols. Like good things can become bad things without being bad at all. And for the first time in a while, I let it go and I was genuinely seeking the Lord and his guidance for my life, listening only for his voice and being careful to shut out the noise of the world. And every day, God kept saying, no, still no, still no. It's not the right time. No, let it go. Leave it alone. Give it to me and wait. And I honestly felt abandoned. I felt abandoned. And it 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 may sound dramatic if you've never been there, if you've never experienced it, if you're not there now. And some of you are, in, are experiencing this on a deep, huge, like really weighty level of like your circumstances are heavy. They're hard. You're like facing loss. You're facing diagnosis. You're facing hard, hard things. This is, you know, just a podcast, to be honest. But I felt abandoned. Like, God, why did you take me on what has felt like this really long winding path, this journey, all this hard work, building this thing with you just to bring me here and leave me here without any further directions, no next steps, no plan. I didn't know what was happening next or where I was going, what I was doing. You know, this is how I felt. This wasn't in the vision casting for 2022. Like I didn't see this in the plan. Is anybody relating to this? Like, do you feel this? Have you ever gone through this? It's really, really hard. And it's hard if you are giving up your dreams. It's hard if you are not in a season that you want to be. It's hard if it feels like he's taking things away from you that you thought were good things or things that you needed. And it's just, it's hard. But I can say that right now, the beginning of January, that I see how when I just, you know, I choose a word every year. And I know some people are like, oh, that's so out there. That's so strange. That's weird. Why do you do that? I did this for the first time a couple of years ago, and it's just been so cool to see how God brings that word up throughout the year over and over because I'm intentional. Like I'm focused on that word and integrating it into my life. I pray about it. I start to kind of feel into it. Okay, okay, God, what is it that you want me to focus on for the next year? And he just kind of confirms it in my spirit. And so that word for 2022 for last year was release. And with release comes surrender. And so I see now how that was exactly what I needed my year to revolve around in so many ways, like not even just the podcast, not even, but releasing and surrendering specific things was completely necessary for healing, for letting go, for moving on and moving forward. So I don't know exactly what you're feeling right now as one year has come to an end and another has already begun, but if you feel behind, if you feel like you failed, if you feel like you're not where you want to be, where you know you could be, where you wish you were, then you're not the only one. And I want to read some scripture before we close out. The first verse comes from Psalm 37. It's verse 23. And it says, a person's steps are established by the Lord. 
and he takes pleasure in his way. To be established, for your steps to be established there, that word means that your steps are ordered. Your steps are firm. Your steps are appointed. They are certain. And all of that is done in and through the Lord. And he takes pleasure in his way. Proverbs 3, 6 says, In all your ways, know him, and he will make your paths straight. Know him in everything you do, in every area of your life, and all the things that you're doing day to day. Know him, and he will make your paths straight. The last verse I want to read you comes from Psalm 119. It's verse 105, and it says, Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. So the Lord is establishing our steps. When we know him, he makes those steps and that path straight. And the way that we see and understand and know what to do, the way we see the path is through his word. It says, your word is a lamp for my feet. They're guiding us along the way. His words, his promises, scripture, it's a light on this path that we're going, that we're taking. And if we believe that the Bible is true, if we believe God is there, that he sent Jesus to die for us and that he loves us so much that he did that in order to have a relationship with us, then what this says is you're not behind. You're not late. You're actually right where you're supposed to be when you're pursuing the Lord in this way. When you know him, when you're following him. And I just want to pose this question for myself and for you. What if we stopped chasing goals and even worldly success and recognition and we simply asked, God, what do you want for me to know right now in this season that you have me in right here where I'm at right now today? What do you want me to know? What is it that I need to know? What are you trying to teach me? What are you showing me? And then what do you want me to do about that thing? Like, what do I do about it? What do I do about where I'm at? What do I do about where you have me? And the answers to these questions, they're probably going to surprise you. I know they they certainly surprised me when he basically said, you're going to pause this podcast and you're going to walk away from it. And you're going to focus on things I'm asking you to do that have nothing to do th- with this show. And when I did, can I also be honest and say how good it eventually felt to just walk in obedience It actually takes so much pressure off of you because you're like, I don't have to do those things. I don't have to keep up with this, you know, the world's view of success or the world's view of what a mom should look like and be like and what moms should do. You don't have to keep up with anybody or anything else because you're focused on what he's asking you to do, that next step, what he wants you to know right now and what he's asking you to do. It eventually felt good to walk in obedience. It took a little while. But eventually I realized this, this is where it's at. Like this is where the satisfaction lies in obedience. And I experienced so much peace and so much contentment. Psalm 37, four says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. And we all know that does not mean he's just going to magically make all of our dreams come true because it's what we desire. It means When I'm consumed with knowing him more and doing what he has called me to do right now, then it becomes so much easier to walk in obedience. And those desires begin to look more like what he wants for me rather than what my flesh wants for me. I begin to live in alignment with him. 
But that first step is to delight in him, delight in him. So often I am complaining about what I don't have. I'm complaining about where I'm not at. I'm comparing myself with her and her and her. I'm not delighting in the Lord. I'm complaining to him. I'm mad at him. I'm upset. I'm frustrated because why do you have me here? I don't see the purpose here. I don't see the reason. It doesn't feel important. It doesn't feel like there's any purpose. But his word says otherwise. Truth says otherwise. Delight in him. Don't worry about crushing it this year. Don't worry about crushing it. Don't worry about keeping up with so-and-so. Get laser focused on the Lord and the path that he is laying out before you right here, right now, and take those steps of obedience. I'm not promising you that it's going to be easier, that it's going to be what your flesh wants, but God's word says that there is satisfaction and abundance in living that out and walking in that way. And that is my prayer for both of us this year. So I hope that this has encouraged you. I hope it has kind of like renewed this sense of pursuing the Lord and walking with Him daily and just asking Him, God, wh- why do you have me here? Like, what are you trying to show me? What do I need to know? What do I need to do? And how, do, how can I serve where I'm at? How can I do the work where I'm at? So if this episode encouraged you, would you please reach out to me through email or message the podcast account on Facebook or Instagram, Her Pursuit Podcast. I want to know if you have recently walked through a similar season or if you are finding yourself there now. I love to talk to y'all and kind of like see where you're at and what you're going through and just remind you that you're not alone. I'd love to encourage you in that way and pray for you by name. And the last thing I want to ask you to do is share this with a friend who may need some encouragement in this area. You truly never know the ripple effect that your steps of obedience may have in someone else's life. So until next time, keep pursuing the Lord with your whole heart right here, right now, just as you are. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support, and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time, mama.